From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hey, uh, welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. It's hour number three. Remember, if you have missed any part of the show, you can always go to bigandwild.com and click on the little button there. It says past shows, and you can listen to them right there if you want to. Uh, It doesn't cost you nothing. You can listen live online. If you go to uh, Money Talk 1010, you can actually listen to us right now, live and in person. Or you can go find us on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, iHeart, any of those places where you can find uh, the podcast. It's all right there. So you can always catch up with us. <clears throat> we are, you know, we're AM, FM, and worldwide. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's radio works these days. 8 o'clock right now in Bluntstown. i got to give a shout-out to everybody at Connolly's that's listening. So 8 o'clock? Yeah, an hour behind us. I thought Bluntstown was in Florida. You're that far over to the... They're out, we're an hour behind, yeah, when we're blunts down. You go over the bridge and yeah, blunts down, literally. and time changes. <laughs> on your bridge. On your cell phone, too. It's a, it's scary. And then you drive back over, and it goes, boink, right back again. Yep. <clears throat> Stupidest thing ever. Uh, listen, we made a call earlier uh, to Mr. Jim Veal up at Panda Vista Lodge to kind of confirm uh, some stuff that we heard last uh, week. We had a guy who called in the show that was looking for some Hints on some spots around um, Trout Creek, and uh, an individual called in and said, "I got a spot. You can go here, go there." And they kind of conversed. I don't, I don't know if they ever uh, got together and talked to each other, or maybe went fishing. I don't know. But uh, we were talking about the Panfish Challenge coming up here pretty soon on June nineteenth. <clears throat> yes, that is Father's Day weekend. And uh, one guy called in and said, "Hey, you know they don't have no boats left. That the boats have already been sold out." And I was like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, I called and checked, man. They're they're all they're all sold out." And I was like, "Oh crap, that's not good." So, to check up on things, I called Mister Jim up at Panda Vista there, Lodge this there, morning. There are no pontoon boats. There are no pontoon boats available. They've already been sold out. So they do have some John boats, uh, the fiberglass round front, round bottom John boats still available. If you have your own. Bring it. Don't, don't, you know, it's $25 per boat, not per person. So if you're going to fish with four people, five people, six people, or you want to bring a a 42 foot fountain and run it across there and put 20 people in there if it's legal to do, according to the uh, Coast Guard. If you can get it out the channel, I'll be, yeah. If you can't get it out of the channel, we would really appreciate it if you'd fire up all four of those 300s and make a channel. That'd be awesome. Dredge that joker Dredge right on that out. bad boy right out. <clears throat> and while you're at it, just run back and forth across the lake and chop all that grass out of there. Make some <laughs> few swatches through there, too. Don't turn it sideways in the channel. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't Make do some it. manatee pass. Don't suez it, okay? Let's, don't suez it because, you know, we all like our toilet paper. So, uh, anyway, it's coming up on June 19th. The uh, pontoon boats have been sold out. But you can still call. 
And you can still tell Mr. Jim that you'd like to put your name down on a pontoon boat if you would, please, in case somebody drops out. It's getting to the point now where you have to do that with cabins, too, because if I'm not mistaken, did he not say that they were pretty much sold out on cabins as well? Something like that. So, again, if you're going to try to get a cabin for the uh, Panfish Challenge, it's getting to be that big. Uh, you're going to have to put your name on our list in case somebody bails and can't go. Or you guys make plans to maybe bring an RV or uh, do something like that where you can camp out or just drive up that morning. It's no big deal because it doesn't really get started till a little bit more in the morning. You know, we're not, it's, it's not like a bass tournament where you got to be out there at the crack of dawn, you know, and have motors running at, uh, you know, 530 and get ready for the horn at six. Uh, this is, this is a little more laid back and a little more. Well, uh, kid speed is all the way we like to call it. You know how kids move at a certain speed? They wake up slow, they move slow, they get slow. And uh, Well, we found out, I found out with uh, mom and dad this week, we went over there and did some stuff at the ranch that uh, we'll be coming back from the Cattlemen's Convention down in Marco going straight to the Panfish Challenge. So You'll be blurry-eyed. I'll be a little tanned and... <laughs> Probably Saturday afternoon after the tournament's over, <laughs> I might be looking for me a, one of those nice shady spots. Shady spots yeah, <laughs> <laughs> out on the front porch. And then the year I've had, leave me alone for a little while. <laughs> Just let me enjoy myself from my front porch snoring in. Yeah, get it, Mike? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Oh, so, uh, are you going to go? Are you going to go this year? Are you going to bring yeah. the daughter up there and let yeah. her try to hook it up and get out and go do some fishing? Yeah, I think so. That'd gonna, be awesome. I think we're going to go up the night before. Uh, that'd be nice if you could do oh, that. We'll have to take you all to Catfish Johnny's. Uh, well, yeah, Catfish oh. Johnny's. Again, again, thanks to them. They're one of the big giant gold sponsors again this year. Uh, they've really they've stepped up every single year. But if you don't know what the Panfish Challenge is or what we're even talking about, because it's just crazy guys on the radio, uh, it is a it is a panfish tournament, and it is open for uh, kids and adults. Uh, We'd like you to bring as many children as you possibly can because each kid that gets to go and show up, he gets a a bucket of stuff and a fishing rod, a cane pole, or whatever it is that we're handing out that year. Uh, One year we give out Zebco, 202s, 303s, Black Widows, all that stuff. We, you know, every kid walks away with a pile of crud. And um, you go out and you catch panfish. It's It's that simple. You can show up with a couple worms or a can of spam or a bucket of crickets or whatever it is you think is going to work that day and get out there and get her done. Because if you come in and you weigh your 12 heaviest fish, that's combined, uh, you can walk away with 500 bucks for first place. As of now, second place, 300, third place, 200, fourth place, 100, fifth place, 50 bucks, heaviest bluegills, $100, heaviest shell crackers, 100 bucks. And those numbers usually go up or at least the payout goes a lot deeper as we get more well, sponsorships and, I remember, and more money arrives. So we were I remember this with this being my what were y'all, two or three deep before I came on board? So this would be your fifth. Yeah. Because this is the seventh. And I remember most of the time, I think what, the last two years it's been if you win first place if you win first place and win one of the heaviest fish I mean, I think we've had people taking home a grand at least. Oh yeah, especially if you got if you got other people in the boat, 
You know, I mean, uh, them guys last year, I think they got heaviest, heaviest. So seven hundred bucks one minimum. And the guy, yeah, and got both heaviest. Yeah, so, so minimum seven hundred bucks. But anyway, it's 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 twenty five dollars if you per boat if you pay now. It's thirty five bucks the day of if you're going to wait till the day. And if you want to get more information and all that kind of stuff, you just well, go to panfishchallenge.com, uh, panfishchallenge.com, or you can call the Panavista Lodge up there at Lake Panasofsky and uh, uh, make a reservation if you can, or at least get more information and uh, do what you got to do. Well, unlike uh, our friends Brian and Amanda Hart that have Blackjack Media up in Pasco County, which I think they're going to do some stuff up and help us out this year with some stuff. Uh, Brian fishes a lot of tournaments. We were talking about this last weekend, and he was like, okay, so explain this to me again. I said, per boat, your boat shows up. If your boat, which he's got a bass boat, and they've got a center console, you know, saltwater boat. And it's like I told him, I said, per boat, you show up, you know, with however many people that you can Coast Guard legally put in the boat. Mm -hmm. That's who gets to fish. And he's like, Okay, so it's twenty five dollars pre register, thirty five the day you get thirty five day of, and I'm like, Yeah. And you can win how much? And like even me and dad were talking about this the other day, and that's what I was telling him. I'm like, I said, first is usually between five and seven hundred dollars, you know, and on down, and I said it's brim. And I said, The only thing you can't do is fish around the dock <laughs> because that would be like Yeah, that's shooting uh, fish in a barrel. That's that places <laughs> that's awful and it's can't start there. It's all good. So, it's going to be a good time. Head by all. It's happening uh, coming up on June nineteenth. It gets underway at around. I think the boats get loosed at what, like eight ish, yes. eight or so, because we're usually still in the air when the boats go out. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a good time. Mark your calendars, June nineteenth. It's going to be on a Saturday, so you got no excuses. Uh, and all you got to do is go to panfishchallenge.com panfishchallenge.com and get all the information you're going to need. Right? Yep. Okay, good. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Rally in the Valley. That's coming up here pretty soon, too. That's going to be a good time for all your ATVler, four-wheelers, all that kind of good stuff. It is a Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be back. Big and Wild Outdoors, Brent Gunn, John Swindle, Mike Singleton, and Diego. We're all here in the studio hanging out with you. Uh, talking a little bit about the Panthers Challenge before the break, but good news, if you did not know, this weekend is the free, one of the many free freshwater fishing days. You don't need a freshwater fishing license to go Sorry, out. Sorry, y'all. I don't know. We could get with Ron and have it planned out for the uh, Panfish Challenge like we have in years past. That would have been awesome to do it on Father's Day weekend. That'd be Uncle Ronnie kind of let us down on that, but he's been pretty awesome on a lot of other stuff. Well, so. most of the kids that are out there don't need one anyway because they're under 16. <laughs> so. But uh, anyway, so today is uh, freshwater uh, license free fishing today and tomorrow. So you got the whole weekend to get out there and go practice your skills. Get ready for the Giant Panfish Challenge. Free freshwater fishing weekend this weekend. Oh, finally the air conditioner kicked on. I feel it. I can feel it on me. It feels great. Where do we turn this off at? Leave man? that alone, mister. I got a jacket on the whole entire show. I'm freezing. 
What is your metabolism, man? Jeez. I'm fat, so you know it's not real good. You should have a, <laughs> you should have the metabolism of a hummingbird. You should be all right. Man, I told you, I got that you're COVID not, vaccine, man. and ever since then, I've been freezing. You're not fat. And you're just big boned. I love it, man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a plus model. So wait a minute. You had COVID, and then you went and got the shot. How yep. stupid are you? Oh, no. I'm what do you happy. mean, oh, no? I'm happy, man. So you've been sick twice. I don't want to get it again. But what? You weren't going to get it the second time after you got the head it the first time. Hey, hey. how do you know? Because you, uh, uh, do you believe everything you oh you saw it on CNN? No. <laughs> Every doctor will tell you you never catch the same flu twice. Have you ever noticed what their uh, sign says? They're practicing. They haven't even you, got it figured you, out. You, know, <laughs> you watch re- you watch wrestling, and all I have to say is is this is what I say to COVID. As one of our favorite wrestlers always used to say, "Don't sing it, bring it." Yeah, I got you. Uh, of course, this is a right bad, here. This is our uh, our bad news show for the uh, month. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course, with the uh, the spill that's going, or I should say, the release of the uh, the nasty water coming out of the phosphate that's mill. It. Another sign of the apocalypse. Uh, we got that one, and of course, we also have uh, all the uh, trout redfish regulations getting ready to go out there and get her done. And, uh, you know, people are seeing gators out in salt water. It's the end of the world, I tell you. Oh, did you see that picture? Yeah. Well, it happens every year. I mean, uh, gators are on the move. They, inevitably, some guy always takes a picture of, uh, you know, someone on the bottom out there. I read where one guy said, oh, he's just getting the uh, parasites off. That was me. I wrote that. <laughs> oh, you did? There. Yeah. That was funny. That's when, the, you know, the bass fish that used to fish in the canal up there by uh, Crystal River where uh, it meets salt water. And the bass would go over for a while into the salt water, swim around to get rid of all the leeches and everything that were in their mouths and stuff. They'd drop off, and they'd go swimming right back, just getting a little cleaning, and then we're done. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that, that dividing line was like a, 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 a great place to fish for bass because they, I don't know, they would do catch that. Catch crabs on one side of the creek and bass on the other side. You catch bass on one side of it, their mouths were all loaded up with leeches. You go on the other side, they're clean as a whistle. So you got the guys that were heading to get clean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just trying to get to the beauty parlor. <laughs> get my grill clean. <clears throat> yeah, before the bedding season gets underway. You know, them <laughs> chicks like me look good. Got to get, uh, get my grill get done. Get my smile. Man. Get yeah. it looking. Uh, and, of course, more bad news. Of course, this was announced uh, last week. But uh, a lot of hunters and conservationists and even people who uh, – really don't get out and do much anymore. When you hear the word 60,000 acres in the state of Florida being sold to produce 17,000 homes, it used to be a cattle ranch for, oh, what, over 100 years? Uh, it yep. it kind of hurts you. You know, it really does. Even though I've never probably stepped foot anywhere near this ranch whatsoever. Oh, I have. It's just the fact that another 16,000 acres that has been literally just Above nature. The only thing that was not nature on there was cows walking around there chewing grass. That's yeah. it. Deer were still there. Turkeys were still there. Quail was still there. Everything else, red-tailed hawks, everything else was still there. And uh, now, of course, it's being sold. Uh, the original owners, the kids inherited it. And like most, a lot of kids, you know, they don't want to run cattle. They don't want to do what, you know, dad, mom did for all those years. So somebody made an offer they couldn't refuse. $140 million later, <clears throat> it's yours. Take it away, it's gone. It, that's what it sold for, $140 million? $140 million. Yep. Y- y- Yeah, Dad, I'm sorry, but uh, 
farm's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that your feed cost over the course of 10 years, Dad? I think we can make it right. I, I, whatever. I mean, Starkey Ranch, same way. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, for those who don't know, you know, that maybe you've not been here as long as we have. Uh, you know, the Starkey Ranch, I think, used to literally run from Highway 41 all the way over to US 19. Yep. And uh, from 52 all the way up to, like, uh, 54. Yeah. I mean, it was like 300-something square miles almost. And uh, each consecutive inheritor that got the property had to sell off a chunk of it to pay the taxes. You know, the inheritance tax, it just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled and dwindled until they just got to the point where My. it's not even enough room to run cows anymore, so we might as well just sell it all off. And now you go up there My. now, and it's, it just brings tears to my eyes. My house. apologies when people say that they can... Well, they can call me or say whatever they want to say about me, but this is the part where you have somebody like me that gets mad when you have illegals and all these other people that come in here and basically get everything handed to them with no taxes and everything else, and you have someone that has land and tries to take care of things and all that and the amount of taxes, and yeah. It's a little bit frustrating. It, 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 the, the pictures that you see... Just a little. ...from the article... Uh, it's in Osceola County, by the way. It's uh, in Central Florida. It used to be, at one time, the largest uh, cattle ranch west of the Mississippi. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of history there. It was owned by a single family for over 100 years. And when you see the aerial photography of the picture of it, it's there's, of course, a big giant highway running on one side of it. On one side of the highway is nothing but houses. And the other side is all this beautiful, pristine land all the way to the lake. And it looks beautiful. Well, that's that's all going to be gone. It's, and, it's and how many houses are coming in? 17,000. 17, My God. 17,000 houses plus additional commercial and mixed-use projects. So, uh, you know, you build in the middle of nowhere. they got to bring a Publix in there. they got to yeah. bring in a, you know, just, a, just a, think, well, a like, five below. they got to bring in. A, we were talking about it at the house. Me and Sean and Lori were talking about this at the house the other night. 17,000 houses, and just think at a minimum four people per house. Or two, you know, retirees or whatever it is. But now there's, you look at that picture, and there's a big giant lake behind there. Oh, there. Yeah. What do you think is going to be draining off into that lake now? Sewage, fa- uh, fertilizer, anything that's going to come off of them. Well, uh, exactly. Dog the poop, Publix, oil, the oils, and that. stuff like that from uh, running off the roadways. Right. Like we were sitting else. here talking earlier about that runoff from the mine. Really, truthfully, and honestly, how just what do we got running off the freaking streets out here? Oh, every time it rains. Into the, that runs off in out into the ocean. Anybody who's lived here for a. a I don't know, maybe five years or so, knows that this time of year is our dry season. Mm-hmm. We don't get very much rain. So all we have months and months and months of people dripping oil, transmission fluid, uh, dumping stuff out of their cars, whatever it is, spitting on the road, whatever. And the first big giant rains that come through, all that stuff gets liquefied, raised to the stop. And what do they tell you? Accidents you talk, go you through talk the roof. About the sheen. You get the sheen. Uh, you know, you go to slam on your brakes, and next thing you know, you slide through the intersection. And, Body shop paradise. Uh, and it is. It's that time of year. And it, I remember when I used to ride my motorcycle everywhere, uh, the first uh, month or so of rainy season, dude, you never rode anywhere near the middle. 
You stayed off on the uh, far left. You stayed off to the right where the water would run off to the side. Right. Because all that oil, everything over there is just collecting. And if you go look afterwards, as Jonathan pointed out, you get the sheen. Yeah. You get that nice little rainbow sheen over everything. And it all flows in one direction. Boom. Well, the Tampa other Bay. Thing, the yeah. other thing you talked about it with the sheen, but all of us know this from living here all of our lives. When the rainy season hits... The first couple of times, the smell. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. There's that certain smell that you just, you know, it's not the smell that you get out in the cow pasture after a rain. No, it's, it's petroleum-based yeah. uh, mostly. And that's why the rule was, growing up on the canals over here, uh, the first few rains, you did not swim in the canals. You did not swim until summertime when, because if you did, the first six or eight inches of the canal water would be fresh. And it, you come out of there, it tastes like, if it gets in your mouth or your nose, you can taste it. It tastes just like you took a handful of uh, malathion or gas or whatever, and you can taste it in the water. And all that flows out to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And it does it every single rainy season uh, this year. And so when I saw that picture, that's the first thing I thought of. All those people who were complaining about, you know, big sugar, you know, dumping it into here, and it's there's the big thing, and I go... Big Sugar is below Lake Okeechobee. Yep. So how is Big Sugar affecting that much water flowing out of Okeechobee when Okeechobee is polluted to no end? And if you go north of there, all that housing, all those golf courses, all that stuff that's been built there by the lakes and rivers and streams and all that stuff, like this ranch here that's going to be built, mm-hmm. it all flows right into that lake, flows into Okeechobee, gets concentrated, goes into a canal, when you take that much lake water and then put it down into a small canal that flows out into, you know, the Gulf of Mexico, what do you think is going to happen? It's right. concentrated evil. Yeah. Didn't well, anybody watch Time Bandits? It's concentrated evil. Well, and Don't you touch guy, it. You guys know me and know where I stand as far as people that blame agriculture tee me off with this situation because it's just like what you're saying. Everybody, the first, pre- the first people they point at is people in agriculture – and to me, is stupid. You're making your living off the land. Your cows chewed up grass is, is the whole cause of all this. Uh, and it's you know, and it's like you want to look at people and say, we make our living off the land. Why would we be the ones that want to damage it? That's counterproductive. Here's, here's the part that got me: twenty thousand acres, seventeen thousand homes. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about conservation strips. I didn't hear about any conservation land or anything that's set aside. Let it ride. It's just they're gonna. Use every Zach, square inch closed of Closed door meeting. Hey, all I care about here, here, take this stash. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my friend, Mr. Benjamin. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> Brought to you by our good friends over Brandon Ford. Memorial Weekend's coming up. It's going to be around. Of course, there'll be great deals on all those brand new Ford cars and trucks. And that new Bronco that everybody wants to get their hands on. I'm surprised your wife doesn't want one yet. No. What? She's loving the expedition too much. Oh, there's a lot of room in that bad boy. All right, taking a break, you guys. We'll be back.
Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out <clears throat> with us this Saturday morning. I know it's a beautiful day in the neighborhoods, and there's uh, plenty of time to get out and go have a great day. I wouldn't suggest getting out in that water just about yet. It's just above 70-something degrees, and for uh, for us who like to walk around in flip-flops for 90% of the time, that water's uh, far, far You removed. jump in that water right now, something might suck up you don't want to suck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be uh, staying out of there for uh, for a while. Uh, I'm not going to be doing any of that uh, swimming stuff for a couple more months, I think. Or at least <laughs> probably not until around June-ish. Once June gets in there, then uh, maybe I'll uh, get out there and do my thing. But we anyway, went out to the the springs two weeks ago. We had that weird, windy, cold front come through. We got there just you know took. We had some friends up, went and lifted some manatees and stuff like that. My daughter looks at me, "Can I get in the water?" I said, "You know what? You get in the water. I bet you don't last long." Thirty minutes, she swam around, hanging out. I was like. God, you're crazy, kid. I never said no to my kids if they wanted to jump in the water because, you know, lessons have to be learned. A couple of times there were the, Dad, can we get in the pool? Can we get in the pool? Dad, sure, get right out of there. Jump on in. Go do your thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen <laughs> minutes later, <laughs> yeah. Dad, I didn't bring an extra clothes. I'm freezing. Hey, I got some. I got. I might have a blanket or something behind the seat of the truck. Let's see what we can do. Wrap you up. But uh, lessons have got to be learned. Uh, Listen, we got an event coming up I wanted to let you guys know about. We've talked about it here on the show. The Rally in the Valley is going to be happening again this year. Bone Valley. Out of Bone Valley ATV Park. It's going to be a good time had by all. It's on April the 10th. So it's right around the corner. Saturday, April 10th, starting at 10 a.m. It's free, free, free to get in. Duration is about four hours. So if you want to get there and go... Bring your uh, side-by-side, four-by-four, two-wheel machine or anything like that. You can come on out and ride for the day. It's absolutely free for the public. Remember, no three-wheelers are uh, allowed in the park. So uh, you got to leave the old old big red back at the house. Sorry, Jonathan. Can't do it. But it's going to be a day. There's going to be food, frolicking, all that kind of good stuff going on throughout the day. I know G5 is going to be out there with some of their new uh, products, their new side by sides and things like that. That uh, usually they let you go and take a little run around out there and see if you like it or whatever. So you can go have a good time doing that as well in your downtime. There's over eight miles of trails and hill climbs, and you got two practice areas. You got the big open area and all the picnic areas and all that stuff. Uh, they got showers, rinse off stations, all that stuff. It's run by the Park Service out there. So it's a really beautiful facility that's not just a bunch of ruffians out there. There's no alcohol allowed or any of that kind of stuff. So uh, it's a nice, clean environment where you can go out and have a good time having run around with the kids. Instead of, you know, running around messing up somebody's turkey hunt out in Citrus or uh, Upper Hillsboro or Rich Loam or Croom or any of those things like that, now you got a place where you can go for free and ride for the day and, and have a good time and not mess up anybody's turkey hunt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you want to go ride, go ride. And the good thing about out there at Bone Valley is everything is one way. So you take uh, tram one, you go that way, and you come back to the main road. You go out to the next one, you go up, and you go back. It's like big giant horseshoes and mm-hmm. big circular uh, things that come right back to where you began, and you get on the main road and go to the next one, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. And uh, you won't, if you want to, you won't ride the same trail twice. 
if you don't want to. And it makes it for a good day. Again, it's happening on uh, Saturday, April 10th. Gets underway at around 10 o'clock. I think they're going to let you start uh, filtering in at around 8-ish or so. So you can get out there and get her done. If you don't know where it is, it's out there in Mulberry. Out there in the areas uh, north of the big phosphate mines and all that stuff. What is that? I can't think of that road that I turned down. By the I'm railroad tracks, by the railroad museum there, the first light you get to in Bartow, you know, I turned down or went down that back way and then cut back through that way. I'm drawing a blank Over right railroad now. tracks. Darn it. Somebody may know. I don't know any. I don't know either. Can you hit that button there? Can you reach up there and hit it? Are you going to do it? Do it. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Dennis. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hey. Want to call and tell everybody this is the last uh, weekend before our archery clinic's coming up. Uh at First Baptist Church at the landing, uh, we got our beginner archer class and our uh, our uh, bow hunter class coming up. So uh, we got about five spots left for our bow hunting, and we got plenty of room for the small, uh, the beginner archery class. Very nice. Now, again, it's one of those things where do you have to have a bow if you want to show up and do this? Absolutely not. In fact, I'm heading to Arrowhead uh, Archer now. I, to I pick was up just about to say something. <laughs> Wait, what are you picking up? We got some brand new. What, what, Jonathan? What was the uh, replacement for the crazes that they have? Oh, you would ask me that right now. Mission is mission. Um, Dad, gummit. I'm bad. Anyways, we got, this is bad we got for the, the guy that owns a bow shop. For the crazes. I so, didn't hear it. Uh, we got the replacement for the crazes, so I think we got about eight bows. I think I can't remember now. It's been a while since we ordered them, but um. We're going to go pick them up, and then uh, we, right now we have about 12, 15 people signed up for the class, for the Boney class, and uh, looking forward to that. And then uh, we have our uh, clay shoot coming up on May 1st for uh, Trinity Sports and Ministries. Very so, nice. Uh, <clears throat> That's all good. They can get a hold of us through uh, Trinity Sports and Ministries uh, and email me or get my phone number from the uh, from the website. Well, I, I know you always do all those great things, and I do have to say thank you for your sponsorship again for the uh, Panfish Challenge again this year. I know you guys stepped up for that. Uh, have you guys? Absolutely. Have you been? Did you talk to Dylan? Are you going to be uh, heading out to uh, the kids' event they're yes, doing this year? In fact, when I come back through town, if I have time before I, we have a uh, a parade. I got to go work uh, at the MLK parade. They rescheduled for uh, today. So I got to go work that, but uh, I'm going to stop by Mr. Dillon's and see what they got, where they want us, so I can come up with a, a plan. And I got three, four guys uh, willing to help, and so we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a huge youth event out there, and it just makes sense to uh, be a part of that. Yeah, I know that uh, we're going to do it again like we did last year. I know the FWC is going to be out there. I think uh, Sheriff's Helicopter is going to come out, and I know you guys are going to go set up some, some archery stuff out there. Um, and, uh, there's going to be all kinds of great events for all the kids again this year. So <clears throat> we like it because it gets everybody kind of geared up for the panfish challenge. Uh, you know, it's like, and, uh, if you, if you got a boat fishing rig, if you want, we got the dock finished out there. And if you can see any Placostomus hitting, of course, around the, sur around the surface, uh, you can take as many it, of those as you want. And it's the hammer that they're going to get. The hammer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Is that a youth right, boat? Well, I'll yes. I'll talk to Dylan about that, too. Maybe we can set up some kind of bow fishing uh, demonstration or, or uh, 
tryout type thing over there and see what happens. So I'll, I'll see if that's even uh, feasible. I don't know. It might be something. Uh, there's a few of them that are breaking the surface when they come up to get a gulp of air kind of thing. And as the pond reduces with all this less rain, they're getting a little more concentrated. So it might be, uh, it might not be a bad thing to get out there and see if a you can. A bow fishing demonstration Whack with a em. couple of 12 gauges out there, too. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, it doesn't penetrate as well as an arrow, to be honest with you, but uh, I, I, it's, it is a good thing. Well, let me know if you guys are going to get everything done, and we'll talk about it on the show for sure. But uh, again, if anybody needs to get in for the last minute, you got how many? Five spots open? Uh, five spots for the uh, bow hunter class. Okay, and then how do we get the information again? Where do we go? Go to Trinity Sports and Ministry dot com, or uh, they call and they can get a hold of me through the email or cell phone uh, off the website. Very nice, very good. Well, get out there and stay safe today. Absolutely. Thank you, Take Dennis. Care, Appreciate guys. it, Dennis. See you, buddy. Of course, uh, Dennis uh, Pulaski out there with uh, Trinity Sportsman's Ministry is doing some great stuff. Uh, they're going to be setting up a little youth bow hunting. Uh, demonstration where kids could come out and try some of those new hammer bows and things like that, uh, where the kids can fling some arrows at some targets. 17 to 30 inches. Yeah, when they, uh, the little kids' day that they're going to have out of G5, we had it last year too, and uh, it was a good time had by all. We really had a good time. A lot of the kids running around having a good time, and if they get a chance to go shoot arrows into that pond, that would be a, a good thing. Uh, I was out there yesterday. I like to go out and survey. See how things are going after we had the big fish kill just before planting season for a strawberry season. Um, and I got to say, I saw a couple of fish that rolled out there yesterday that I don't know what they were. And they stumped me. And I literally had to go back and get on the Internet Maybe and start looking. Maybe y'all have some super fish. Dude, you know how tarpon roll? Yeah, you've seen them roll, mm-hmm. and you know Pocosmus when they come up and get a bulk gulp of air, they like yep. just barely come up and they like go Poof, and they go yep. back down. They're like there and then they're gone. There's just a splash and they're gone. These things were rolling. They had a short fan on the top. They were reddish and they had a rounded uh, like a regular standard like your kid would draw a round tail, not like a mudfish. More like a carp, if you've ever seen a grass carp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not like the silver grass carp. These were reddish in color. They had red on them. Like a paku or whatever. Uh, dude, pakus are silver. No, they, they are red. I saw them down in uh, the Everglades. We'll talk more about them when we get back. Because uh, I'm going to show you a picture. Uh, Big Hands John called in. Wanted to wish you guys and all your listeners a uh, very happy thing, uh, Easter. Easter. Awesome. Well, you know, he can call Thanks, back. John. He ain't got to be scared. Does he, he think we're going to call, call him Little Hands John or something? I don't know. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Go, Mike. Go, Mike. Go, Go rolling. Yeah. No karaoke for you. You suck. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Big and Wild Outdoors. We got Mr. Jim Beal on the phone real quick. How you Jim. doing, Jim? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, did you hear us announce the fact that uh, the uh, pontoon boats are sold out, but you still had John boats available, correct? 
yes, we do. And if you know somebody looking for a pontoon, they can always call and uh, get them on the list because things change. Yeah, that's every what day. that's what I said. Somebody may bail out. I know last year what? we had uh, seventy-five uh, people registered and seventy-three showed up. And what, so, what do people need to do if they want a dwelling? Oh yeah, how are you going to do that? <laughs> well, it's uh, they, they can get they can call and ask to be put on a list too. There's several on the list already. Yeah, well, I know, but uh, but coming up, I mean, this is good. I like this. Yeah. I like uh, being this this far out ahead away from June and and having these kinds of problems is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, people just don't, want to, you know, they just got to be a popular thing, and people don't want to stay inside much anymore. Well, you know, it's uh, it it started probably after the third year. You'd start hearing in the crowd, and people would start coming up to Jim and saying. Hey, is it okay if we just go ahead and register for next year? Can we do it now while we're here, or can we go ahead and rent the cabin or something while we're here? And and, and for a while there, he'd always say, "Well, no, I can't do that. It's not really fair to, you know, other people. You might be pushing other people out of the slot that maybe want to do it." But uh, nowadays, even yeah, we, months ahead, yeah. there's they're they're reserving the crud out of all this stuff. So well, we try to uh, what we do. Yeah, you know, busy as it is here in the winter. You know, it's a full-time job just to run that thing with yeah. me and Kelly. And so we usually try to kick – our goal is always kick it off March the 1st. And um, and I always – you know, people that's been staying in those cabins year after year after year with it, I always give them first rights for refusal because sure. they, they want to keep coming. That's just a – that's actually a policy we have here. You know, I got some people coming in tomorrow for Easter for four cabins for a week, and they've been doing it – coming in Easter and staying a week for – 20 years, you know. They wow. get the same one every week, every week, every week, or every year. and That uh, makes it pretty cool that way. Well, that's good. That, that, that's that way you also know who keeps clogging up the toilets and who don't. That's, yeah. That's a good you know, thing. We, have, like, a lot of, we have a lot of family events. Family <laughs> well, now, if, if people, uh, besides getting on the waiting list, are there going to be areas where maybe somebody can bring up their RV or their camper or something like that? Yeah, we got a lot of RV spots. Yeah, yeah. We can always find room. We got we got about half a dozen of them rented out for just the pan fish events, and plus our normal people. But right, we got uh, we got plenty of them because they're on. Uh, you know, most a lot of them are winter only people. Yeah, well, you know, the other thing is is uh, there's not a lot of uh, lodging around that area. You know, it would have to be way up the street or something like that. But as we point out, it's it's really not a far drive anyway. If you're even no, coming from Tampa, got, it's an know, hour away. It's, it's Yeah, Tracy's Point Campus, you know, they may have something. Uh, and then 15, 12, 15 miles in the road, there's some best westerns at Bushnell and such as that. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's not like, I mean, if you really wanted to stay close and not have to do the hour drive at, uh, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, because it doesn't really kick off until 8, uh, yeah. you know, so it's it's all good. I mean, you got plenty of time to get there. Uh, I, yeah, they need to. They need to be in line for eight if they want to leave at eight. Though. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. but, but the uh, the boats don't leave until eight o'clock anyway. So yeah, from the dock. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, like I say, we get a lot of a lot of interest in it, and uh, you know, our sponsors are starting to come on board pretty good, and uh, you know, and I think uh, even Jonathan's uh, niece is the ag teacher at uh, South Central FFA. She'll yep. even be benefiting directly for it because we're doing straight at the middle school this year awesome uh so it's uh you know it's uh, it's a big deal it is and i, and, I gotta uh, i gotta call donnie over it uh i'm gonna see if i can get uh, don to donate a bunch more baits this year uh 
I don't know if you've talked to him yet. I mean, he goes up there and fishes all the time. I don't, you know, I, I see him usually. I don't, you know, he might come in and pay somebody the launch or go out fishing and fish us out of Tracy's for some of the bass tournaments. But I saw him talk to him a good bit last year. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess they're pretty busy selling their baits, too. And, oh, they're crazy busy right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Zepco changing hands. We're hoping to get our Zepco sponsor again for the reels. If not, we'll piece some stuff together somewhere yeah well you know, we, we we've got some numbers too that i think we're working on as well and then uh, i'm going to talk to ryan of course with uh bass gorilla and all that stuff see if they can throw in I, some things i, and... I know another uh, feeder company that'll be there again this year oh yeah gonna get one of those away are yeah, you uh-huh. one and dunners oh, yep. cool yeah huh, speak yeah of... get them uh you know get kelly that information oh we got a link this year too kelly's doing a drink from a link uh Everything about rules, regulations, sign-up sheets, anything's on uh, uh, www.panfishchallenge.com. Yep. Got our own website, and then you can always, anybody can always email uh, panfishchallenge at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll take sponsors from everybody. Kelly's real fast to getting back on that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that way people sign up there, and they get, she, she, she gets a, uh, she gives them an email confirmation back, and. It goes pretty smooth. Right. Yeah, I know. So if somebody doesn't have email or can't do it on credit card or something, they can always uh, get with us, and we can, I can do it from my end for them. Nice. They can bring me the money, and I'll, I'll go online and do it for them, you know, and we'll get them signed up, no problem. It's, you know, just just Kelly's just advancing in the in the new the new age of doing things. You know, everything <laughs> everything which, online. Which seems to go a lot faster, which is all good. But if Yeah, it, well, as long as you got, you know, I found it does work good as long as you got somebody on the other end doing theirs, and that's, she is doing hers. That's true. She, 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 she responds back pretty immediately. So if anybody was thinking about maybe uh, doing some sponsorship or donating a little money or doing whatever they want to do, they can just go to uh, panfishchallenge.com. And uh, yeah, go through the I links. Yeah, she's got the she's got the sponsor information on there. Cool. Uh, what they get, what they benefit from it, and the type of sponsorships, and then they can always call me here, or they can email her directly to uh, well to any of to us, I guess. Panfish Challenge at Gmail. Nice. Well, or, I, d- or I the know. Web page, but the web page has got printable download documents, uh, rules, uh, applications, sponsor letters. You know, and. Yeah, you know, and like y'all seen it every week, she updates our uh, flyer to put the new sponsors, and every week that's right. More. Oh yeah, it's always good. Well, we yeah. look forward to it. It's coming up soon. It's going to be June nineteenth. It's uh, rapidly approaching, and you know it was not going to be long. She was telling me the other day. She said, "You know, Dad, it's coming up quick." I said, "Oh, that's a long way away." It always comes up quick. So, yeah, and then all of a sudden, once March rolls around, man, it goes fast. Yes, yeah. it does. It, and uh, it seemed like this past month took forever, but uh, this one's already roaring past. I can't believe how fast. Yeah, it's last going. year was the longest. Uh, Last year, last April was uh, lasted a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not a good week. Well, we don't. We still had a good time. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, well, April was like, oh, well, it was big to turn, but after April was bad. But once May kicked around, it went pretty good. Well, here's what I know: if you're going to need a pontoon boat, put your name on the list. If you're going to need a cabin, put your name on the list. If you got an RV, pack it up with kids, find a place to park, get ready to go. Yep. And if you want to drive up, do what you got to do to get there on time. It'll be a nice Let day. Let her rip, Tater be, Chip. Because uh, this year, I, it's going to be a good time had by all, no matter what. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun, like always, and uh, everything's going to be doing going along about like it did before. I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be good times. There'll be lots and, of uh, fish. You know, it's, it's, it's always it's always a great time. 
Well, Jim, we appreciate the call and the update, man. If anything changes, please let us know. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's the old schedule. Everything's wide open. All right, sounds good. All right, we got Mike. Okay, good, good hearing you guys. Good talking Jim, to you. Jim, be careful. Be careful up right. there. Have a great All Easter. Right. All right, same to you. All right, bye. bye. You know what? That'd be a great place to go. I do can't Easter. wait to share a cold beverage with that man. Be a good time to do Easter up there. There's a lot of place to hide eggs up we there. We can drink up there. Uh, sure you can. Yeah, there's cold beverage, all kinds of cold beverages. You never heard Not the story? Not cold beverage. I mean, you know. Bill George never told you the story? It doesn't have to be the cold beverage you're thinking about. Oh, I mean. my bad. My bad. He never told you the story about uh, me, man, saying, hey, you're coming up late. Can you swing by a liquor store and pick up some coconut rum? You didn't hear that one? Uh-uh. No. I told him, I said, hey, if you're going to, if you're driving up, swing by a liquor store and pick up some coconut rum. Well, I wasn't thinking what he was thinking, so he comes back and he has like this handle of like Malibu. <laughs> and the guy when, now, he, when he went to buy it, what the guy said was precious because he said, "No, but you got to realize you who you're talking about here." Tom Selleck walking in in full Tom Selleck regalia with yeah. his red Hawaiian shirt on, yeah, with a handle of you know Malibu Captain Malibu. He said, so "The guy behind the counter goes." uh... Are you going to like a chick's party or something, man? He's like, oh. and he goes, no, I'm picking this up for some guy. And he's like, oh, okay. He should have. I was like, dude, that's not what I wanted. And now, thank gosh, uh, you know, uh, Dean Earl is now with his uh, with his distillery. He's got his uh, pineapple rum because that stuff is the best. Who's that? Dean. Dean Palmer, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. out of uh, Cotterman's. They're doing theirs out of there. Uh, what? Don't give me your eyebrows before, like it's a surprise. Before, hang, on, hang on one second for something serious I got to do before since I got called out this week. Oh, before we get into liquor talk? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Turkey season. <laughs> South what? of State Road 70. Next weekend is the last weekend. April the 11th is when it ends. That is true. North of State Road 70, you have till April the 25th. Wait a minute. Somebody didn't know this, so that they needed to know the rules? I, I well, you guys were talking about turkey hunting, but I don't know what the dates are. I'm like, myfwc.com. There you go. That's probably the easiest thing Got you can Google. Look at, looking at the app right now. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory for the most part. But I just wanted to get that out there because I was somebody said that to me this week that we didn't talk about the well, I'm sorry. The dates. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we should start every show with the dates. Now go. Now <laughs> let's go back to your captain. Another one of your Captain Morgan stories. It's it's not a Captain Morgan story. Friend of mine that I grew up with. Oh, you talk about Bart was doing the pose out on the porch that night. Uh oh, that's right. He was doing that out there, wasn't he? <laughs> well, he was still a little loopy from coming straight over from work or exactly. whatever. Exactly. That but, have uh, nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, my friend of mine, uh, uh, Dean Palmer, he. Hooked up with Mike Cotterman up there, Cotterman Distillery and Brewery up there in, in Dunedin, mm-hmm. and they come up with their own line of, of rum up there. Dude, did, did you not use the hand sanitizer or anything? They For the whole COVID thing, they switched over and took a whole tanker of molasses and converted it to hand sanitizer. No, it was like I, 200 proof rum with hydrogen peroxide and stuff mixed in. I always washed my hands before I left the house. Okay. That way I didn't have to do it anymore all day. We still use it at G five, and it smells like I, I said. I tell people, a I go distillery. I go, please don't get pulled over by law enforcement because you're, it's going to take forever. Smell to my hands. Smell like tequila. No, it smells like rum. Speaking of hands, hey, Big John. And uh, oh, hey, Big John. Did he call back? Yeah. Oh, he hung you up. like that? Oh, sorry. But uh, he makes one. It's called Mister Tiki, 
and it's a pineapple rum that's extremely Mr. delicious. Mr. Tiki. Mr. Tiki. But uh, he's done a lot of them. He has the Florida Gold. He has the uh, the silver, all that stuff. And it's all made right here locally with uh, molasses taken straight over, not too far from G5. They hmm. go over and get like a tanker full of molasses, true molasses, and, and turn it into the good stuff. Hmm. Yeah. It will uh, makes great hand sanitizer as well. Hey, what the heck? Hey, hey, Big John, happy Easter. Happy Easter to everybody. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Go have fun with your family. That's what you're supposed to do. This is that time. It's that time of year. We Thank should you, all Lord. Do that. Thank you, Lord. He has risen. He has done that. That's for sure. All right, we're taking a break. We'll see you in a week. <laughs> it's the Big Wild Outdoors. Like that. Fun. Take care. Go have fun. <laughs>